we go. We've got another episode of the Concast kicking off. Uh, it seems Have like... we? That oh. sounds right. Yes. <laughs> you will not talk while I introduce. Uh, it oh, seems like it's been about 18 years since we last recorded one of these. Um, what you said like five minutes ago it's been 16 days. Five minutes ago it doesn't exist because I'm cutting off the recording before... This, this is, is not a measure of time. The it's conversion a... is, is roughly one day to one year, so it's... I, look, it's at least relative. We're all oh, existing man. in dog years, except for Tittles, who exists in cat years. Of course. No, no, that wasn't right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> right. we've got a show for you today. I am no longer going to say it's great. Yeah, we've and... kind of peaked already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can, that was, that was the peak. We that can guarantee quantity, but not quality. No, we can't even guarantee quantity, <laughs> because we're only doing this every two weeks. And there's our third and final listener gone. <laughs> oh. yeah, but we don't Wait, go no. up when we do, so... Laz, wasn't it your friend that said that we needed to stop degrading ourselves over the number of listeners we had? Yeah. Yes. Laz. <laughs> Alright, um, I want that on the record, sure. that Laz is the one that is being a jerk. <sighs> jerk? Yeah. Jerk face? Speaking of Laz, what, what? is Laz playing? Laz... Segway. Uh, sure. <laughs> do it before they realize. <laughs> Laz is playing Skyrim. Skyrim, that's new. Yeah. <laughs> I've never played an Elder Scrolls game before. I received this oh, really? as, I received this as a gift a month or two ago around my birthday. And now I'm playing it and it's it's a lot of game. There is a lot of stuff. Yeah. That is true. I'm I'm kind of a cheerleader for um Elder Scrolls stuff to some extent. Mm. Um how do you feel about it so far? <sighs> there <laughs> Or, all right. Sounds all promising. Right. <laughs> well, when it's good, it's it's really good. And like I uh, I finished the um college and companion side quests, and I like them both a lot. Yeah. And uh, I sort and I like how the skill trees are organized. It's, it's fun building up the character and everything. But man, there are a lot of just forts full of bandits. A lot of it's similar content over and over. So it's um it when it's good, it's really good. And I'm I'm in the early stages of one of the other side quests right now, and it seems pretty cool. But uh, it's I mean, a lot of the time it's an empty grind. It's like, do I really feel like clearing that one just some that new tower full of bandits just to get my archery from eighty-seven to eighty-eight? I mean, really? Well, I understand what you're saying, but um, the answer to that question in my case is no. I just don't bother. <laughs> There's no need to. <laughs> uh, I'm. For me, having that option is much better than the last time I played FF6, where you just kind of walk for two seconds and then you're forced into some rubbish grind fest of dealing with some enemies that may technically be different enemies, but look exactly the same as some other enemy you met earlier, but they have pink hairbands on. So in that respect, I, I mean, you know, I can understand... The, the sort of concern, but at the same time, it, I feel like it's something that kind of happens in almost every RPG. I'm a little bit OCD completionist sometimes about RPGs. Uh, now so I can see. I, I, okay. Yes. So, so like, yeah. if I have too many of those quest arrows up, I'm like, oh my god! If I do, I want this to be the last game I ever play before I totally <laughs> lose my damn mind. Yeah. So no, uh, that that is a problem with. If you're a real completionist, then you could just lose your life in Skyrim, and you could you could end up 
losing your life fruitlessly because a lot right. of the kind of minor quests just really aren't going to be. And the other thing you have to bear in mind, yeah. I don't know if you've realized this yet, but a bunch of them are repeating and self-generating. Yes, so I have noticed. I have noticed that. Yeah, you, you will never kind of truly hundred percent the game in the way you might. I, I want know. To I'm. I, I wasn't really. I wasn't really planning on it, but after a while, I built up enough of those quest arrows that it sort of became. Yeah really, really easy just to go from one to the other and see them increase, you know, almost exponentially. So yeah, it I, is, I've, I do find it. For, I've only been playing for around nine or 10 days and I think I'm going to just, you know, keep working on the meters and the skill sets that I, that I have been focusing on the, in the early going for a while. And when I get bored, just hardline only the side quests and main quests and main yeah, quests. I, 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 I found even though I did try and do a lot of the side quests, you just you just build up arrows of stuff you can't be bothered with or you want to do later, and the, the mm-hmm. map doesn't end up looking kind of messy in the end. But uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't even gone into like the western half of the entire damn continent. It's I, like I I've only been, I think there's maybe nine cities, and I've only been in five of them. Well, this is this is kind of the the thing. <laughs> That is going to frustrate you about it is in a way the thing I like about it because I mean I've spoken before about the idea of the stories and the games and the worlds I like are ones where you feel there's more to it than than you're able to see at oh, the time. Well, and, well, God damn, there's like uh, <laughs> how many just full books are just sitting around that you can read if you want? Well, yeah, there are exactly. Yeah, there are there's, hundreds there's, of novels worth of hidden con hidden backstory content that you, would, gonna, you get the idea this game is built on. No. And that's the, that's the thing gonna... I always that's the thing I always think of when I'm playing an Elder Scrolls game. I see all these books and I wonder somebody you know somebody got paid to write those books. <laughs> right, so just like it's oh, almost that, incredible that... when you think about it. Tell me this, DP: <laughs> Do you read all the books that you come across in Skyrim? Oh God, please say no. <laughs> um, only the ones about goblins. No, I I'll be honest. I actually have read some of them. Because oh my god! I, I I always check. I always like read the first page because I can't help it. I guess, but then uh, <laughs> oh, you know, like I, sometimes, I, sometimes uh, I get kind of caught up in it, and then I read like a couple more pages. All right, because <laughs> I'm a. Ke- I, oh my god! <laughs> sometimes I bet I get you the read. End. I bet you read through the lusty Argonian maid. <laughs> I don't think I have. <laughs> well, I'm a human being, so I just press the E key once and see if it, if it increases one of my stats. <laughs> if it doesn't, then it is gone forever. It depends if you're going to roleplay it. I mean, if you're a mage character and you really want to roleplay, you probably should read all the books. Oh, I'm, I'm roleplaying. I'm roleplaying as Tracy Flick from Election, who has to be in, <laughs> has to be in charge of everything. And if you get in her way, then screw you, because you're going to burn. <laughs> wow, that is a reference that I never expected to have made on the Concast. That is impressive. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, so, DP, what are you playing now that we can extract ourselves from that quagmire for a few minutes? <laughs> um, I'm actually not playing anything at the moment because and I have... Okay, let's forget about DP then. Let's think about Tittles and going back to Laz talking about completion because I think I know what Tittle's answer is going to be in terms of what he's playing, and it's something he's already beaten and is probably flogging to completion as we go. Uh, completes in the name as well. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm doing For the anyone... same thing I'm always doing, that if you're a regular viewer, you're entirely bored of hearing my 
fed up updates about, but Oh, yes. see, that wasn't the answer I thought you were coming up with at all, so... Oh. Carry on. Fine. Oh, okay. I, I but, yeah, that, yeah, your answer actually worked much better for the lead-in I gave you. It sort so. of made sense for what you were talking about. I thought you were going to talk about the other thing, but then it sounded more like this thing, so... Well, let's talk about both things. Hey, go, 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 go. Oh, I just think all sorts of complete, and I'm still working on it after all this time. Um, <laughs> pretty much it. There's a thing called Casual Mode, written by another guy who did a load of casual hacks, um, Hayate on the forums, and, um... Not our forums. Not, no, Sonic Retro. And, uh, that's, I've been building that in, tweaking some bits, changing some bits, got some cute little icons for it from Neo, my cool graphics guy. Josh and I have been working on some cool box art, too. We've got a really awesome artist involved in that. Gonna be getting some stuff back on that soon, so that's exciting. Um, other news, uh, I finished Bioshock Infinite. Hooray, I Yay. played a game, finished it. Nice. It was brilliant. The ending makes it so much better than it already was. I'm totally gonna mm-hmm. replay it once I've got some of the Sonic stuff off my plate. I figured you were already replaying it. That's no, I'm, I'm, I, I would have just started it again straight away, but I really need to motor on with getting this release done at this point. It's just, it's a joke at this point. It's been over a year. So. Oh, well, that's another excellent lead in for what we'll be talking about <laughs> soon. Yay. Yay. Desperately at these lead ins. <laughs> but happened we're, at the wrong time. We're all lead ins today. No payoffs. <laughs> That's our goal. And speaking of Bioshock Infinite, there are you, you playing, go. Josh? I am playing Bioshock Infinite. How about no. that? Infinite. Infinite. I said it like Infinite. that. Infinite. Yeah, I know. You and I'm off to you. Afterwards. Is that how you guys say it? <laughs> it's true. I was a little <laughs> shocked. That's not how us guys say it. I was it really a... should be how you guys say it. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, over the weekend, uh, we discovered that there was a very, very good deal for Steam Keys. I'm not completely sure that it was completely on the up and up, because <laughs> after I bought it, my Steam Key said that it was valid for the Asian version of what? Bioshock Infinite, but by God, it installed and played. Um, that was posted in the uh, Great Gaming Deals thread on the con forums, by the way, if any of you out there are wanting to get uh, Bioshock for cheap. As far as I know, the deal's still going. After the first few hours, you just tune out the Aramaic subtitles, right? <laughs> Aramaic is not used enough in subtitles, actually. But no, it, it plays... Uh, I haven't seen like a language selector or anything like that. It... it Seems to be exactly like the standard American version, as far as I can tell. Maybe uh, you misread it as Caucasian or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm given the <laughs> themes of that game. I suppose that would actually be fairly apt, as awkward as it is. And right, I yeah. will say that I, you know, there's not too much I can spoil yet because I'm only about seven hours in. Um, but it really is just like the most grim jingoistic themed game I think I've ever seen and it seems you know it's hyperbolic for what America was actually like back in the early 1900s but at the same time there's enough ring of truth to it that it's really uncomfortable to go through it Tittles probably doesn't feel the same way because obviously he's English and I don't know what the history of you know 
that sort of thing is in England, but it definitely rings true to an extent of the history of America, and it's really uncomfortable in that way, which makes it all the more brilliant. I The one last thing that I want to say about Bioshock so far, you know, again, since I'm only part of the way through it, is the music direction is among the most interesting and brilliant that I have encountered in a game in a very long time. Um, a lot of the music is not original. There are places where they're bringing in um, lyrics from you know, popular music or known classical music tracks uh, and things like that. And every time they have done it so far, it has been perfectly unsettling and perfectly attached to the mood of the senior. And I was telling Tittles before we got on the call to do this uh, recording today that there is a bit uh, that I just got through where you go into a, uh, it's a monument essentially, and the backing soundtrack is Mozart. And it's not one of the most famous pieces of work by Mozart, but it's something, it's something you'd recognize clearly if you'd seen Amadeus, for instance, which is how I recognized it immediately. Hmm. But that's a great just, biopic. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's an awesome <laughs> movie. Um, but the music just fits the scene better than anything they could have written out of hand for it. And the way that they have just done that so masterfully so far just really shocks me. Because I just haven't seen that in a game that I can recall. It is very impressive. And a lot of the, um, you know, I wouldn't call myself a particular fan of music from that era. But a lot of it is, is so brilliantly done. And a lot of the um, a lot of the actual incidental music that was composed directly for the game is not only beautifully done but is used sort of intelligently in in the vein of a movie score rather than just being oh here's a track for this character and you're going to hear it verbatim every time they talk it's just you know there are cues and there are scenes that have that, that you know they feel like they're scored individually at, at certain points and it it works very well I really love the uh, the barbershop arrangement of God Only Knows. <laughs> yeah, I was just yeah. about to bring that up. Like, that's it, it's incredible. Not, it's not very spoilery because it happens in very the early on. first 10 minutes of the game, um, but it does belie a larger theme of the game. Oh. And um, it really, it's very unsettling. I found it very unsettling because, you know, I heard the first few bars come in not knowing that the, this song was in the game. And I immediately recognized, you know, the tune. And as I got closer and closer to where it was being sung, it dawned on me what it was. And knowing the setting of the game versus, you know, a song that was written in the 60s, mm. it really just kind of messes with your head a little bit. And there's a lot of little things like that that I think obviously become more overt as you go through. Yeah. Very cool, though. But yeah, um, before we go into today's topic, I just want to talk about a little bit, because we haven't really talked about what we're doing at Con, probably since the first ConCast. Um, we've been struggling for so long to get new content out for Final Fantasy VI, uh, to get the coverage for the advanced version out there. Uh, obviously, we've had coverage for SNES and really PSX for the same token, because they're virtually identical, aside from a few bug fixes. Uh, we've had that out there forever, and we've had it out there so long that it is far and away the worst game coverage that we have on the site, despite the site being named Caves of Narsh, our Final Fantasy VI information is just 
so much worse than everything else. And if you look at the at Master Z's site that we host, he even has a little dig at our game information on it, which is it always warms my heart to read that. Yeah, and since he doesn't actually do anything with Final Fantasy anymore, I'm sure he'll never even bother updating it, even once we finish. <laughs> Um, but the the new section is finally coming together. I wanted to get it out in May. I don't think that's going to happen anymore, but I think June might be a realistic target for it now. And that'll be pretty sweet because we've been working on it for way too long. Um, it's going to be very much like what we did with Final Fantasy V last year. Uh, it's got a great new walkthrough, lots of new mini guides. Uh, we've got several people working on it whenever time allows and things are really looking good for it. I, several of you guys have seen, you know, the new stuff in progress. I, you got to agree, right? Yeah. It's going to be fun on a bun. Uh, no, I mean the, the content's really high quality. For anyone who's for anyone who's spent much time in the Final Fantasy V section, which, I mean, you'd be forgiven if you did if you refuse to ever play Final <laughs> Fantasy V? Because, I mean, it is Final Fantasy V after all, but um, you know, it, it, for anyone who's spent any time at all in there, you'd notice very quickly how drastic an improvement in basically every single possible way it is on our previous content for it, and it's I mean, it's just the walkthrough is great stuff, like it's very, um, it's all very knowledgeable, it's all Everything's yeah, the, very well organized. The walkthroughs for those sections are, are, are really great work, and even though yeah. some of it's had to be, let's say, anglicized here and there, the, uh, <laughs> they, they have a certain tone and a certain, um, you know, there's a personality to them, which is what yeah. it's something yeah, I, I always it's... like. In I, I like to be a little entertained. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great, done stuff. A great job with those. But yeah, I, uh, I will say that, you know, we are getting towards the end of this Final Fantasy VI stuff. Uh, Final Fantasy VI fans are really going to enjoy it. It's definitely going to be the best implementation of what the best walkthrough, I think, is. I mean, the walkthrough is great on its own. We're adding that extra layer of con awesomeness that is oft imitated, never duplicated. Or maybe not uh, imitated, but certainly never duplicated. Well, that's not a topic that I'm going to want to talk about on the Concast, but it has been <laughs> imitated in the past uh, with varying and, degrees of success. And other sections have yeah. been tried to duplicate in the past. Yes, that also. Yeah. Um, but right. no, I was just going to yeah, oh, yeah, that's the thing that one of our, you know, to toot the horn of this collective group, I guess, um, yeah, like that's the tettles. coolest, like oh. some of the side stuff we have, Jibriel's walkthrough is fantastic, but some of the side materials that we have as well are just like the maps that you've done josh like those are really neat you can click on the little square and it's just like magic you get all the random encounters up we're not gonna have that for final fantasy 6 dp <laughs> well we had it for five though so we, I mean, we do have it for five and it is a and, lot of fun to use actually yeah. for such dry data why uh, aren't we gonna have that for six i demand uh, because <laughs> because the uh, overworld encounters for the world of ruin which are really the relevant ones um they're Spoilers. not as varied <laughs> they're they're not as varied for six as they are for five, as it turns okay. out. Um, there's okay. only about fifteen different monster groups, whereas in five, uh, the map is divided into sixty-four chunks, yeah. and every single chunk has a different set of ma monster okay. encounters. Mm. So yeah, it just wasn't worth the effort for something that really is much more simple. Yeah. Uh, there's also no boat in Final Fantasy VI that is which is a great shame ever. Um, because with well, no boat, you can't have sea well, monster encounters. There's an air boat. Away, have it. 
yeah, but there's only one encounter that is tied to that. Yeah. <laughs> so you just put, particularly just put like a, a big icon of um of <laughs> Doomgaze just pasted over top of that. Everywhere. Just over the top of it so you can't see it. I'll do it at like twenty percent opacity so you can't see it right away, but then you see it and it freaks you out. It just it just fades much like running invisible, in... it just fades in and then cuts no, I mean, the map off. Like the first time you run into Doom slash Death Gaze, I I don't know, you guys, some of you guys probably knew about Doomgaze before you ran into him for the first time. I did not. <laughs> I played the game close enough to release that there was no such thing as that sort of information. And I'm flying around in my airship, I'm feeling really good about myself, and then all of a sudden this winged demon from hell shows up <laughs> and slaughters me. And I'm just like, okay, I am not getting in that airship again <laughs> But just to wrap up this little semi-digression, because I know you guys don't necessarily care to hear us talk about what we're developing, but we do want to get it out. It is going to be fun when we do, and if you have any time or energy to help us in that score, we've got little tasks that just about anybody can do. We've got some data entry stuff. We've still got proofreading stuff. You don't have to do it for hours at a time. You know, just 20 minutes a day or 20 minutes every other day would help us out immensely. So if you're hearing this and you want to help out or you're already helping out and you want to help out more because you're a slacker... I'll be done with my part soon. So we decided to pull from the con forums a little bit for our topic today. I'm not sure that... I think DP posted in this thread. I'm not sure any of the other three of us did. Laz, did you? I did not. Okay, yeah, so that makes only DP who have said anything about well, this you, at all. You're not going to ask Tittles me if I posted in it? No, you, you don't post. Um, sometimes you post if it's something that I've done wrong that somebody else has noticed. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's about that's, it. That's fair. That's, yep, but that's about right. the topic today is to uh, talk about our own personal Final Fantasy stories. Um, we've all been playing games for a very long time. Final Fantasy has been around for a very long time. And everybody has kind of come to the series and experienced the series in a different way. So in order to maybe get a little bit more people talking about this at the forums, we're going to talk about it here where you're a captive audience and can't really stop us from doing so. To be fair, I did post about it the last three or four times that topic came up. Oh, wah, wah, wah. This one was a little <laughs> bit more specialized, I yeah, think. Yeah, fair I, I, think, I think it's general. And it, and it was by a brand new member. Yeah. So, no, I, I'm I don't not, know. I'm I don't remember that member's username I, right now, but who are uh, you? dude. I, thanks for the topic. I, indeed. I have absolutely no objection to stuff coming up that's been, you know, touched on before. It's just that well, we really I've have seen no choice it before, now. so <laughs> I, I don't always post yeah, let's see, uh, simpler topic. And if I'd posted in it, then you wouldn't get to hear the story now, and it wouldn't be interesting to you because you'd already read it. So, well, this is this is long uh, form. We have a little bit more time to talk about it here because typing takes effort. That uh, that up. new poster that posted the Final Fantasy story topic is Arnie zero one zero seven. So thank you, Arnie. Thanks very much he, for this idea. I don't know if he's been to the forums since. <laughs> we get a topic. lot of that. Yeah, it's not a bad. Topic. Yeah, come on yeah. back, dude. Let's see where we go. You did all right. You did all right. <laughs> You're in the fold now. Yeah. Um, so why don't uh, one of you guys kick it off a little bit while I go get our returning, returning, returning? Yes, returning. Um, it's a portal reference, uh, and not me just speaking terrible. I thought you were mixing up returning and recurring. 
I did. Okay. Actually, that's exactly I, yep. what I, I, I was making up the reference part to try to cover my own butt, and it didn't work. Doesn't work. Uh, See, Tittles isn't I the only guy that can correct you on your mistakes. Shut up. <laughs> I am going to go get our recurring guest, Toddler, Yay! while one of you guys starts talking. So I will be right back with you. Well, shall we draw straws? Uh, oh, let's let's start off. Here's a fun game. Uh, sure. Give me the year you first played a Final Fantasy, and we'll go in the order of who started first. <laughs> well, Obviously, Tiddles, that means that means you're going first, dude. Come on. Let's go. Yeah, uh, Tiddles, so? Tiddles, let's yeah, have probably. you go first. Yeah, you, you want me first? The oh. first time I played Final Fantasy was in the space year 2000 AD. Are you? Are you? Okay, I, I actually beat you. Weird. Okay. I I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, well. Uh, I'm surprised at that. Yeah, well, the thing you may not understand as um as American types is that the first Final Fantasy we actually got over here, at least the first proper one, I don't know if we got any of the freak Final Fantasies like Mystic Quest along the way. I don't even think we did. First Final Fantasy that came out over here was Final Fantasy seven. Well that came out earlier than that, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. by a few years, but it was about Three yeah. years earlier, though, we probably didn't get it until 98, knowing yeah. Europe. Because um, I knew that was the first one you'd play, but anyhow. Yes, yeah. continue, yeah. please. I did not know that, so okay, yeah, go on. Yeah, well, um, uh, it was really kind of a coincidence. Um, I was just, I used to spend my summers in London with, uh, with my grandparents and visiting my cousin, and he was selling some of his old PC games, and in there was Final Fantasy VII, so I thought, yeah, I'll that a go. For PC? For PC. You mm-hmm. first yeah. played it on the, on the PC? I first played it on the PC. I have never owned oh, a PlayStation so 1, and I, I didn't own a PlayStation 2 until about 2004. DP, I also first played it on the PC, so come on. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, really? Yeah, keep going, Tittles. Um, we'll find out my story in a few minutes. <laughs> patience, patience. <laughs> I will have tuned out by then. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I don't blame you. Um, so I kind of, I, I just thought, yeah, I'll give that a go. I bought it and I, I played it a bit, and I just sort of thought, mm, this isn't all that interesting. And I left it for about what, nine months, and then I picked it up again on a whim. Uh, part of the reason I think I didn't get into it the first time is because I was trying to playing it with the keyboard, and if you well, if you already, yeah. you might already think Final Fantasy with a keyboard is going to be quite a bad experience, and you'd be right. But if you ever look at the the keys that are assigned for Final Fantasy VII on the PC, it's the sort of thing Josh would probably do. It's just, it's not right. It's not right at all. Yeah, it's the directional it's, key buttons, and they don't even say what keys to press. It just says like select, cancel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I pretty sure really... that's why we have a guide on con yeah. for yeah, that very yeah, reason. Because <laughs> that was one thing I I really wanted to put on there because it drove me insane. Me too. And I <laughs> first sense. had to play it. So um, there is a little more to the to the story going backwards, uh, uh, and I thought I'd save that till after you've had the exciting first time I played it, which you're all thrilled about. Uh, one of the reasons I bought the game was because many, many years before that, I used to read a Super Nintendo magazine called Superplay. Um, and it was a great, great magazine. It was very humorous, had a, a lot of kind of 
it had a real eastern kind of look to it they covered bits of anime and uh, you know just interesting things from japan and it was a, a really interesting magazine and one thing they had every month was a thing called final fantasy forum where you know final fantasy uh six or three as it was in the states obviously was a, a, a very popular game amongst importers and uh one thing one Incredibly frustrating problem, apparently, if you imported it and played it on a PAL Super Nintendo, was that you could get through the game and it would mostly work, and then it would crash at the ending, which must have been a bit of a bummer. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, actually, in one of their final issues, they reprinted the entire ending of uh, Final Fantasy VI. And oh, what that's hilarious. And huh. I, I think that the depth and the, the sort of... the you know, just reading that, you thought, wow, this is a game with a kind of a depth of story and characters that yeah. I've just never seen anything like that. So, kind of remembering that years later and seeing this, this Final Fantasy VII uh, for sale was, I guess, what, what, um, spurred me to, to pick that up from my cousin. I guess the rest is history. Also, thinking about it, I got Sonic 3 off my cousin as well. So, it's just, there's, there's a very bad history of getting addicted to things that, that he had first. <laughs> very, uh, very influential cousin. Indeed. Um, Your Tiddles cousin, if you're listening to this, thank you for making him the well the cat he is today. There you go. Uh, it's one of those things, you know. If I hadn't bought that second-hand game, there, what, you know, what, what a difference there might have been. It's like one of those butterfly yeah. effect things. Just, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, from one tiny purchase. Um, it's weird to think about like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it could I have been cavesoffishermanshorizon.com. Oh, uh, well, yeah, it would be by now. <laughs> that sounds beautiful. Josh, is it too late to make a sister site? <laughs> yes. uh, been down that road, not doing that again. <laughs> Do you mean Parasite Eve, Josh? Because that looked Maybe. so successful. <laughs> it's, it's hard enough to keep one site going. <laughs> I don't know, it would have been hard to keep that site going. It wasn't exactly... Um... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was FF7. I got really into that. I started posting on a couple of forums. Um, it was a big forum I used to be involved in, a Final Fantasy. It was. It had a Final Fantasy walkthrough on it of FF7 back in the day, and that there was a forum for that run by a... a an Englishman actually called Jazz, and uh, I posted on that and became a moderator on that. And um, it was during that time that I started playing Final Fantasy VI on emulator, and that was a, a rocking good time as well. Um, I had to interrupt that to go on a German exchange, which was extremely frustrating. All I wanted to do was come back and finish my game, but there you go. And obviously, after Playing that for a bit is where I first found Khan and started posting there, and then the rest of that's history. But, you know, um, obviously they were good fans. I started playing some others. I played FF8, and I played FF4, and I played FF9, and all the while thinking, eh, it's starting to be the same game in a different hat. But I did enjoy them all, so I can't complain too much. Um, that's about you. I, I think you can complain too. Much. Well, yeah, I, I can. I, I, I can complain a lot, admittedly. But um, you know, I've got to keep you guys grounded here. <laughs> okay, who's I next? Am certainly, a bit more. Uh, yeah, you're so, you, guys, 
you're such a cheerleader. I just have to. Uh, I have to take up the opposite. <laughs> I, uh, I admit it. I, I am a bit of a cheerleader when it comes to these things. It, when it, it. As long as it isn't Final Fantasy V or Final Fantasy Tactics, <laughs> you just yeah, you just hate entertaining class systems. No, it, well, <sighs> well, sh- shall I just go since we're already talking about the ones that I dislike? Sure. <laughs> I, I, I tried so hard. Well, actually, I didn't try terribly hard, but. Um, <clears throat> anyhow, uh, let's see. For me, uh, this would have been... It wouldn't have been too long after you played your first uh, Final Fantasy, actually, Tittles. Um, well, a couple years later, I guess, actually. Yeah, I forget um, how kind of young you are. I always think Americans yeah. all played Final Fantasy starting about 1985, but... Um, yeah, well, no, I, I am a bit... Now a that child. would be a trick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I first played... Uh, my, the first one I played was Final Fantasy X, and it was fairly early after the game had come out. Uh, I think I think it came out in 2001, and I probably played it in in maybe 02, uh, I think. Uh, so I would have been like uh, 11 or 12, something like that. Um, and I first played it, uh, a friend of mine introduced me to it. Uh, he'd played it with his older brother, and then... Uh, he sort of showed it to me, and uh, it was over the summer, and uh, so we would basically, after baseball practice every day, we would head back to his house, and uh, we would have Final Fantasy X going on one screen, and Sports Center going on the other, and he'd be reading from the uh, strategy guide, and I'd be doing the actual, the actual playing, <laughs> uh, and uh, so yeah, we basically had you know, it, it's a long enough game that if you don't play a ton every day, which we didn't because we were doing other things too, that it sort of spread out for a good chunk of the summer. And uh, just the entire, the entire, I really loved the game. I, I'm always one who's more interested in, in the stories, really. Uh, I'm an English major, so this isn't terribly surprising. Uh, but I, I kind of fell in love with the story of Final Fantasy X, and uh, I basically finished it, and... Um, I was kind of looking for something to play next, and this friend mentioned, "Well, we've got we've got Final Fantasy VIII here, but I've never actually played it." So I asked if I could borrow it. And... Sucker! <laughs> and so you, uh, you, I did. you started. I always reckon your first Final Fantasy is your favorite ones, and you started with my absolute nemesis in the series. <laughs> basically, didn't... Yep. purposefully, I, I did it on purpose. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> you, this day would come. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I started playing Final Fantasy VIII next, um, and I got into it to the point, uh, it was to the point, uh, during one of the cutscenes when you're in Galbadia and you're trying to, uh, assassinate, uh, the sorceress, Adea. Um, and the cutscene comes up, and Adea sort of approaches Renoa, I think it's that one, and then all of a sudden the game would just freeze. Is that the one right at the end of the first disc? Close to the very, yes. There's a right. little bit that happens after uh, you fight Adea, uh, and that's the fight where you can get Carbuncle, and then at the end of that battle is when uh, is when kind of hits the fan and, uh, and the disc changes. But yeah, so it's at the very end of the disc, but it froze every single time, and so I'm sitting here kind of freaking out because I really want to know what happens in the cutscene. It's a you know pretty big dramatic moment. Um... And uh, so I ended up buying it from eBay, but the shipping, it didn't get there for like two and a half weeks. 
So I just remember it was just an agonizing two and a half weeks trying to figure out what happened at the other darn end of that that cutscene. But yeah, I finally finished that, and that probably would have been like a year after I played Final Fantasy X. Isn't and then that cutscene there... pretty much where the good bit of the game finishes anyway? <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I was going to say, somebody to say I was that. going to say I blocked discs two through four out of my mind because um, that that's when the game's like shortly into disc two is when I was where the plot sort of started to come off the rails and I started to lose interest. That, See, I, um... Scratch Disc was doing you a favor. The original <laughs> owner probably just... Oh, damn it! God, those were the best two and a half weeks of your life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I do I do like Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, mostly for... I mean, I recognize its characters aren't terribly good, and uh, there are a couple other flaws in the game, like the entire silly orphans thing. I don't even understand why that's part of it. Like, it doesn't it doesn't do anything for the game. Like, it doesn't... There's no need for it. it. There's no need. You can take it out and it'd be so much... It'd just be such a cleaner game. The thing but, I've always uh, loved about that bit is um, the way they sort of... They have that whole big awkward scene in the ruins of that other garden, don't they? Like, yeah. oh yeah, we all knew each other when we were children. How about that? How do we forget yeah. that? And they all basically sort of stand there, but it's like, oh, this is, this is awkward. They're like, oh, a big garden fight over there, let's go and do that. We just gotta <laughs> forget about that stupidity, let's have some action. What is that? Never mind. It's, ignore that. It was silly. That, that's, that's exactly the thing that for me kind of defines Final Fantasy VIII, because you've got, I think the plot moments, basically, they engineer some great plot moments. Like, you've got the end, the lunar base is, is, that's a very well done part. The the um the taking over of the garden by that Norg guy, uh, the the missile crisis. Like Wasn't Norg some... always in the garden, like ruling it from secret or something? And you just well, go in. You just decide to go into his basement. Well, no, he, he was always. <laughs> and he says, "I'm the Imperial Norg." <laughs> Job of the Hut in a giant wheelchair. <laughs> oh God, that's exactly what he is. <laughs> <laughs> He was always in the garden. He was just he never asserted he was sort of like a co partner in the company. He was basically he was basically like uh Josh, what's that the, the Moogle, what's his name? The guy who fake took over. <laughs> oh what? That's that's basically what Norg is. <laughs> He's the Moogle what's his name? Well thanks for the Oh oh, uh, oh Moogle uh forty? Oh, 30! Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I wondered why you were asking me about that. Josh, Josh what was yeah, that, I Moogle? I, you know, I didn't even remember that Final Fantasy VIII had a fourth disc, so that was like a legit Final Fantasy question. I, was I guess Moogle 40s, because I'm just thinking about 40s? I don't know. <laughs> my no, Garden I mean, Master yeah. Norg was kind of my favorite. My two favorite characters from Final Fantasy VIII were Garden Master Norg and uh, Fake President Dealing, just because they both had <laughs> ridiculous... Either all caps, stupid talk, or mixtures <laughs> of caps, stupid talk. It's just so ridiculous that I love it. Anyhow, to, to try to get this slightly back on topic, I guess, <laughs> I ended up completing that and uh, sort of like playing other games in between and not really returning to Final Fantasy for, for uh, a year or two, maybe. And then uh, my, uh, my family was living in a duplex, and we only, what was it, we didn't have our computer hooked up I was fairly limited, and so I decided that uh, in my sort of extra time when I wasn't with friends, I was going to try Final Fantasy VI. And then after that, I sort of just went down the checklist of 
all those other Final Fantasy games and all that good stuff. Complained a lot about Final Fantasy V. Last <laughs> year I tried to play Tactics. After about ten hours, I rage quit. You didn't get ten hours in. Oh no, I did. You are so full. Well, of it may not be. It may not be ten hours as in it would take you ten hours to get there, but it might have taken oh, yeah. DP Perfect. ten hours to get there. Yeah, I'm. Oh, I'm not saying that. Yeah, I mean it's ten hours of somebody who you know clearly did not know what they were doing. <laughs> you're still in the tutorial battle. Aren't you? <laughs> I'm in the no. I'm in that. I'm in that one battle where you you're up Walking against the death in corpse. circles. You're, you're up against the what? The death corpse. You mean whatever. core? Core, whatever. The death <laughs> core. Look, if you're calling yourself the death core, you deserve to have your name messed up by somebody. Just I've I've attempted that battle a number of times with a number of different combinations, and I just I don't know. The problem is I didn't. It's it's such a challenge so early in the game that I have no story motivation to play it really. So it's it's, it's like uh, it's the only motivation is simply for the fact of overcoming the challenge basically. Whereas in Final Fantasy 13, which is another horrendous showing of mine, I <laughs> went up against the final boss a record 32 times before finally defeating it. But I actually wanted to, you know, like I'd played the story and I was actually into it. So I Wanted to keep knocking my head against the cement wall, however much it might hurt. Well, you know, if it makes you feel any better, DP, uh, my stalled iPad playthrough of FFT is right about at the same point you are. <laughs> so <laughs> we could pick it up and play it together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only I'll actually... I'm not proud of it, it but, uh, yeah. <laughs> is... Who's next? I, I guess I'll go next. Um, well, I guess my Final Fantasy career started much earlier than either of you. But uh, oh, just to... Started um, much either earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just... <laughs> well, I'm not that much of a hipster because uh, I... for uh, One recurring theme throughout my gaming life is that I would always get a system uh, or a new system three or four years after it, ha it was released or in like... or at least when the next one was released. I didn't get a NES until the SNES had been out for several years. Didn't get a PlayStation until SNES, until 2000. And, I love uh, the name SNES. Yeah. So anyway, I would all... Um, the first time I played a Final Fantasy game was Final Fantasy IV at my friend Jason's house when I was in uh, third or fourth grade. So I would have been seven or eight years old. And... Um, and and at that point, well, the games that I really loved were uh, mostly sort of just action games like Mario and Mega Man and Zelda and Castlevania. So when when I was watching this, a game that was sort of driven by dialogue and menus and big like and and group and sort of party based combat like you know regular RPG stuff, I'm like, what the heck is this? And I remember he he wanted it was a game he was in the middle of, so he wanted to show it to me, and he was stuck at the uh, Taroya. Magnet Cave part of Final Fantasy IV, if if you for those of you yeah. that have played it, and um, so sort of working together, we uh, I got the idea that we should talk to that he didn't uh, know where the heck anything was. We uh, he had never we visited Troia, got the big cutscene on the airship. We spent probably three hours trying to figure out how not to have everyone instantly die in that cave. Also good. 
Yeah, because uh, he had he had been he when he didn't know what to do, he just grinded until everyone had silver equipment, and that didn't really help for Magnet Cave. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, we we were we were <laughs> you're eight years old. Give us a break. So we sort of figured all that out, um, and not sleeping at all, much the anger ups, much the anger of his mother. We went from Magnet Cave to I think Tower of Zot in one night, and. Uh, no, no, no! Not even Tower of Zot. Went from, to, from there to Tower of Babel in one night. That's and seems a long way. It's it's a ways, but anyway, I was hooked, <laughs> and uh, I didn't and I didn't own very many NES games. Even I, I mostly rented them. So I went and sought and looked for a Final Fantasy game that I could play, and I uh, found Final Fantasy One at my local Errol's video rental store, which is not something that exists anymore. I think. <laughs> And, uh, and it's not anything that anybody else knew I've about. I've never yeah, heard of that. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think they sell like stereos now or something. Whatever. But the um. So I got I got Final Fantasy one. I, I never made it very far in it. I, I think I got just the first two crystals, but or orbs. My bad. And um, but that's where got got the hooks in. I started. I uh, ended up buying Final Fantasy Legend two and three, thinking that they were Final Fantasy games for the Game <laughs> Boy. Uh, that crap. Yeah, but that didn't really happen. And that also sort of, uh, playing Final Fantasy IV and then at other, at Jason's and other friends' houses, playing games like Chrono Trigger and Mega Man X and Final Fantasy III slash VI inspired me to save up all my allowance and for the first time buy some game stuff with my own money. So I bought a SNES when everyone was looking to get a PlayStation and then I accumulated a bunch of Final Fantasy and other RPGs and then... Is there a name for a hipster type person who who only gets the thing after it's no longer cool. I, uh, I feel like there should be. I think that's be. just, like, I I think like that's that's just an uncool person. No, no, no. Like, somebody who... Do, well, I mean, yes. But somebody else who does it, like, on purpose. Well, I mean, you have those retro people that only listen to things on vinyl and only play SNES yeah. games. But I don't know yeah, if there's like, a specific word for it. Well, so anyway, I, was, well, I wasn't I was really one of those. I was just a kid that was mowing lawns to try to play to try to get newer systems so i uh, i didn't get a playstation until 2000 but before then i had played ff7 and 8 at friends houses and and uh, got a, a pc version of ff7 to play which yeah. un- which unfortunately crashed at the great glacier in disc 2 oh. and, never, <laughs> and never got to make it i didn't make it past there until i was in high school in the early 2000s and got my own copy of playstation ff7 and i, I remember i bought my playstation in 2000 and my first ps1 game was final fantasy 9 and around that time i started emulating everything and pl- and uh played um final fantasy 2 and 3 on translated nes roms I got a PS2 right when I started college, and for part of my freshman year, would hold myself up in my room while all my friends were drinking and doing college things, playing FF10. Yeah. And uh, I first visited Khan in when I uh, was doing all that when I was playing play- PS1 games in high school, looking for I think I was looking for a list of spells in Final Fantasy V, and uh, and I eventually. You know, joined the site on staff a couple of years after that, and I guess it all just leads up to last year when I finally played FF12, and I still don't know whether I like it or not. <laughs> you mentioned That's FF9. How I feel about it too. 
Mm-hmm. You mentioned FF9, you also mentioned emulating things. And yes. I think one point I kind of I forgot to mention that's probably fairly interesting is that you might have picked up on the fact that I never had a PS1 and I didn't have a PS2 until 2004 and yet I still played FF9. I played FF9 by buying it and then playing it on a PlayStation emulator with the actual discs. <laughs> which was, um, I guess pretty novel for the time. I mean, PlayStation emulators were around and about and people used them, but to use it as your kind of primary thing you'd buy a game for was pretty out there. Yeah. And I the emulation that. state was not actually that great. At the time, I had to burn the discs onto ISOs and apply a crack to them, which meant uh, whenever I played it, I got this... And if you guys ever saw old Amiga games that had been pirated or, you know, old computer games and have this weird kind of uh, electro music intro with the uh, cheat options and crazy stuff and weird ASCII art. And I had one of those on the front of it whenever I played. It felt very old school. Most of the stuff I do now feels old school back to that time, you see. So then it was like, wow, it's like old schoolception or something. Hey, DP, what do you call a hipster (laughs) who comes to it after it's not cool anymore? We can call those lazzles or something. (laughs) (laughs) If you're really that hip, you wouldn't allow your name to be attached to it. I'm really not that hip. Remember, my suggestion suggestion (laughs) was I'm a cool person. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Well, Josh, you haven't talked about your... uh your Final Fantasy story yet. Yes, tell us, well, that's, Chief. That's the irony of it all. I haven't actually played any of the games. Podcast <laughs> <gasps> over! Oh, God! Josh is kind of along. It. It's like the end of Sixth Sense. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is blown. I see non-gamers. <laughs> <laughs> How did he infiltrate? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's actually weird. Uh, I was into the Final Fantasy series before there was a Final Fantasy now series. That's regular thanks history. to, yeah, I know, right? Um, thanks to that, you know, combination of being very young and therefore, you know, fairly naive, and also having access to uh, Nintendo Power, starting from issue one. <laughs> so. Nintendo Power made a huge deal out of the localization of the first Final Fantasy. Huge. You know, previews in a couple issues, a feature in an issue, and then a standalone strategy guide for a game that wasn't even out yet. Full white mages the guide... will never work. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, uh, the guide beat the game out by a month, I believe. Um, I probably could walk over to my bookshelf and verify that because I think I actually have the Nintendo Power Final Fantasy 1 strategy guide on my bookshelf now. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, well, let's see, it would have been... Uh, so kind of like me, you were sold on it by a magazine before you actually had the opportunity to play it. Yeah, the only difference is, is that nobody had had an opportunity to play it, in my case. Mm. Um, I've, you know, it was summer, I was nine years old, living in the country, didn't have kids my age to hang out with most of the time, and uh, I just kind of thumbed through that magazine, or the strategy guide edition of a magazine, over and over again, 
because I thought that everything it was saying was so cool. And Dork. I had no Yeah, I know. I well, I was and am. Um, so you're a hipster and an I have, person. <laughs> well, I'm part and parcel. Um but I had no idea what to really expect from it. I had no connection to, you know, Dungeons and Dragons or any sort of tabletop RPG type thing. Uh, I really had very little contact with console RPGs other than the original Dragon Warrior, which I played, and I was young enough when I played it that all I did was grind the entire time I had it rented. Nice. I to this day I've not beaten uh, Dragon I, Warrior. I, I played that um, when I was looking for RPGs like FF4 to play, but I never I uh, didn't beat it until the Game Boy Color version over probably <laughs> a decade at least at least a decade. Yeah, that later. was a long time removed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was I I was invested in the game series before the game series actually existed, and uh, the weekend that it came out in the U.S. I rented it, uh, kind of similarly to how uh, I also rented the game uh, from a local game movie rental place that no longer exists. Uh, Laz's, I guess, was a little bit of a local chain. Mine was a little mom-and-pop place. It happened to be around the corner from where I played indoor soccer. So we were in the habit of going there pretty much every weekend anyway. I rented it the weekend it came out, played it all weekend, really enjoyed it. Played it the next weekend also, uh, managed to rent it. Nobody had deleted my save file magically <laughs> in the meantime because nobody else wanted to play Final Fantasy at that point. And uh, eventually I saved up enough money to get it myself, and I never beat my NES copy. Never beat it. And that's just sad. Um but after that, you know, I, I really was hooked, even though I never finished that game. I got Final Fantasy II within a couple weeks of it coming out. Uh, Final Fantasy III was one of the only two Final Fantasy games I've pre-ordered. The other being Tactics, if you're curious. And uh, I played every Final Fantasy game fairly quickly until 9. 9 was the last uh, main series game I played for quite a long time because that was the point where I could no longer afford to play games. Uh, I finally managed to get a second-hand PS2 in 2006 or so, played through Final Fantasy X, and then uh, skipped 12 entirely, and then played 13, which I absolutely love. And that, in the nutshell, is the short version of the story. Uh, you know, after the SNES days, I just really didn't have the time, energy, or money to be completely dedicated to it and to follow the games and to be waiting in the queue for them to come out every time they came out. But I still think that the story is good enough because it just goes back so freaking far. Tell me about how you got involved with kind of community stuff on the internet with it and the good old AOL FF3 message board and all that <laughs> stuff. Right. That oh, could probably be an entire anymore. new topic. It really could <laughs> because I got to be honest, um, I was kind of around that, but I didn't get involved in it too much until I had a website to try to make Oh, I see. To. You were just watching oh, and waiting in the wings and you wanted to sell something. <laughs> well, like, oh, I, I have oh, to say I'm that part of about the... the new FF6 section and also mention some people who <laughs> help us with it if they want. Always <laughs> <laughs> you made podcasts. Part of the impetus of doing uh, the site was that I'd been reading the, 
the forum on AOL. So it, it wasn't completely one-sided. I, I don't. I doubt that I would have actually made the site if I hadn't been chatting about it from time to time with people on AOL anyway. Uh, but it, I certainly did become more and more active once I had a site that I could link to in my little forum signature. So effectively, and be like, you're oh, basically uh, a spam bot before they were invented. Yes, basically, and was. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much everything I do online is uh, some sort of cop to try to get people to come to con. <laughs> I miss your old signature on con. Normally this would be a plug for con, but since you already hit the point. That is a good one. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, I feel like I probably have to sell my Final Fantasy story a little bit short, just because it has so many games involved in it that were first run. You know, it's easier to come back and say, well, yeah, I came back and played Final Fantasy IV eventually, but it was way later. It's different to say that than it is to say, hey, I remember reading about that game before it came out, and I definitely had to have it. I just didn't have the money. But as soon as I had the money, I was making my friends play it, <laughs> and I was playing it all summer long, both of which things are true. Telling my cat all and about it. Yeah, I, I did not play any Final Fantasy game right when it came out until, like, the uh, Game Boy Advance re-releases. <laughs> yeah, you know, I had such a small window where I was really, really an active gamer, and that window was when I was much younger, so once, you know, even by the time the SNES was starting to get long in the tooth, I wasn't dedicating as much time to games. I never owned a SNES copy of Con Chrono Trigger. Oh, mm. You never played that yeah. until pretty recently, right? No, I, I finally finished that game when we were doing the Chrono Trigger section. <laughs> Which wow. is weird, because for being so into Final Fantasy, you would have thought you'd have picked up kind of Square's other big thing, right? Well, and that's that's hmm. kind of the thing is, you know, was I ever really that into Final Fantasy? <laughs> you made a website about it. And in hindsight, it. it's kind of... Mm. It, well, it's hard to make the argument that all of those things add up to that sum. I, in hindsight, anyway. Obviously, yeah, I mean, maybe that was just the best topic I could come up with for a site <laughs> at that point. You know, because my own site certainly wasn't maybe, very Maybe it was, it was like the flavor of the month right when you were playing it. Like, man, it's I'm playing Final Fantasy VI in 1997, and it's great. Hey, let's make a website. And then 16 years later... <laughs> Here we still Yeah, are. exactly. No, you basically yeah, did I mean, what, what... You know when people say... I want to make a website. Uh, how do I make a website? You basically did what we've always said don't do, didn't you? you? said, I want to make a website, and I don't know what I want to make a website about. I just want to make a website. So you just made up a topic and put some pages up. <laughs> then you made it. Well, yeah, why do you think I get off saying that other people shouldn't do that? <laughs> your fake Google 30, I... who then I ended up... Your imaginary friend. Such a great... Such a great move. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to say I had that many uh, friends to begin with, so <laughs> hey, I'm having an imaginary oh, friend. You, you, that took a depressing turn. <laughs> always oh, does it always with does. Josh. It always does. Yeah. Tell me this, though. Why haven't you played 12 yet? Um, <laughs> that was That kind of fell into the same... Well, a big part of what happened was um, that was when... I had to go back into an office again. So, you know, I started to have commuting time each way, every yeah. day. You work from and home And I now. started... 
Uh, yeah, but I, I work, yeah, yeah. and I also have a toddler. All right, that, that, that <laughs> so, might throw a wrench into okay, your Okay, Josh, Kaylin wants to play, too. I mean, well, okay, there's Kaylin's Final Fantasy story. She's been alive <laughs> for one Final she Fantasy. She likes it a lot. It's been Final Fantasy thirteen. She, she used to dance and yep. clap <laughs> to the music while I played it. I haven't uh, had time to play it in a while, so she's probably forgotten all about it by now. That's her story. No, 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 man. One, we should have led with her story. It was much by light, and she will be dancing and clapping again. Boom. <laughs> it's probably true. Yeah, and that that was her favorite thing because yeah, that's the all battles and I haven't played it yet. I know so that theme is banging. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a great theme and. Battles are just so incredibly spazzy that they're perfect for a toddler's attention span. <laughs> I, sounds like it was made for me. Boom. Yes. Right, yes. <laughs> you, you will be fine. <sighs> look at that we got all the way to the end of the concast and we didn't even bother saying goodbye well played concasters well played anyway we got here and on the way we listened to neko neko mawai our concast theme tune also the final fantasy 4 fanfare there in the middle and here in the end you're hearing delightful specchio from the chrono trigger soundtrack thanks a lot again for listening we always appreciate it and you can find us in all the normal places until we come back at you with another concast later See you later. Bye.